What's up, Maximus? We took a little break, you know, scheduled break for us. Yeah. You know, yeah. Easter break. We're back. It's uh, Tuesday. We're going to talk about some RC news and all this stuff. A lot of racing, a lot of racing this weekend. But we're going to get into all of that and all of that stuff. So I say, you know what? Let's not farther on. Let's get right into this, right into the nitty gritty, and let's drop that intro. Nitro is the glory, but E-Buggy pays the bills. Welcome to the No Name RC Podcast. Get ready for some serious bench racing. But be warned, we speak our minds, express our thoughts, and sometimes things can get a little rowdy. Hate, and he just was influenced by the hate coming from the left, the hate coming from the right. And let's get back to more club racing and less of this money-grabbing book racing. It's not to be arrogant when you're always right. See what I mean? That's exactly why people call you arrogant, Max. You may not agree with everything we say, but it's definitely worth a listen. And our pick, can you stop whatever you're doing? Join your host, Lefty the Great, with co-hosts and guests as they get together <laughs> to chat our scene. Hey, after that race that I watched this morning, I have to talk about it. Yes, indeed. Nitro is the glory, but E-Buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 184 of the No Name RC Podcast. I'm your host, Keena White, a.k.a. Lefty the Great. To my virtual right, left, is the arrogant one, whose mustache has grown out a little bit, I see. He's still, I thought, I thought yeah. we, you know, you trimmed it all up, but now I see you're getting into the. Are you, like, using mustache wax or something like that, you know? No, no, no. It just goes like that. I mean, I I actually trimmed it a bit a few uh, last week, but then I, I didn't trim it on the side. So now it's it's. Uh, Are you going for like going... that full like curl look, like you know? Yeah, what I, I think mean? I think I want to go and like what's his name, uh, Salvador Dali. You know, <laughs> dude. I don't think ever I've ever had my mustache that long ever ever ever. All right. Well, Max is back. We're back. We went on our scheduled break. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, we got uh, some RC news to talk about this week. Was a lot of racing happening, all that type of stuff. Uh, we're going to get into all of that. But before I go on any further, I have to say my thank yous and my shout outs. So thank you to all of the NNRC squad around the world. We can't do it without you guys. Thank you. The YouTube is increasing. Please go there. If you haven't, hit our subscribe button. Go there. Hit our notification button. Uh, please keep sharing. Leave comments, dislikes. Also on our, on the podcast apps, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please uh, leave reviews. It helps us out. We want to get out in the stratosphere. All that there, all those type of actions help us get out there. And we're trying to get viral. We're trying to, if you, if you're not, if you're a hardcore eight scale racer and you're not listening to the NNRC, you gotta listen to all of them. Well, there's some, there's some damn good content out there. So check it out and uh, get into that hardcore RC stuff. Like, you know, we geek out on this stuff, but we can't do it without you guys. The NNRC squad, of course, the patrons, you guys got uh, a patron only pod last week. 
You'll also get early release of this week's pod, uh, Friday podcast, which I'll probably put up today or tomorrow. And um, yeah, thank you to all the patrons of the podcast. If you wish to be a patron, you can. Uh, there's a link in the written description of this podcast. Also, we have some awesome companies that sponsor the podcast. Uh, remember, everybody, showing the sponsors some love shows the podcast some love. And those sponsors are Invisible Speed, TZO 200 Tires, High Tech RCD, TNR Fuels, Beach RC, Techno RC, Lugs Racing Tires, JQSM, Mayako, G-Spec RC Tuning for all your cabling needs, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic for all your traction tonic needs, Racecraft USA, get pitted with their command module, and get their new tumbler. They got a new tumbler, limited uh, supplies. I'm going to get one ordered and pick it up at Silver State because I am going to Silver State. Uh, Clinic RC, I'll be hooking up with Tony and uh, Vicky while they're there. It'd be good to see them again. The DRA shop, congratulations to the Viking on his win this weekend. Uh, shout out to Jared Tebow, who will be joining us this week on a live. Check him out at JTPRC. It's been a while since we haven't had uh, Tebs on. He's joining me this Thursday at 8 p.m. EST on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, so get those RC questions ready. And shout out to my boy RC Kevin, who's going to Silver State, and I'll finally get to meet him in person. So that's good. And um, shout out to the doctor, Alexander Hagberg, because he was, dude, he's been traveling so much. He messaged oh, me yeah. like after Easter. He's like, dude, what's up? Happy Easter to you. I was like, what's up? He's like, I'm in the airport going to America. I was like, it's Sunday, Easter Sunday. He's like, yeah, I know. I said, dude, you've been traveling a lot, a lot. Yeah, and he's so been, so the fact that he's been going to the States a lot, that's, that's yes. a big too, because it's not an easy flight. People probably know, but. Yeah, it's, it's not it's, like it's like, like a hop. Hours. Yeah, twelve hours. Yeah, like, it's about a yeah, probably an eight-hour flight wherever he's going. Like from the yeah, east coast well, yeah. to, it's oh, like yeah, five hours from east, east coast like to. Calif yeah, California is that flight is like half a day. Yeah, but he's not yeah. going to Cal. I think he went to Midwest somewhere. I don't think tour yeah. he doesn't go to California much. It's it's mostly yeah. Midwest East and uh, and that stuff. There was a big uh, ten scale race. I don't know too much about it, mm -hmm. but yeah, Max, uh, we went on our Easter break. Uh, we we did our last podcast, which is the PMB recap. We actually scheduled this in. We're actually doing seasons this year, uh, just so uh, just so we don't get burnt out. Because and then it was we took our break at the right time because you got super busy. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? JQ was busy. He couldn't do anything, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna force myself to do nothing. I was even, yeah. I was even like messaging you like, we should record, we should record. And then I was like, no, we decided to take a break and we took a break for a reason. Because as much as I love this and as passionate about it, when you do RC 24 seven, sometimes you need a break. And even then I still was doing stuff. I recorded, we did our patron only pod, but it was a good little break of doing nothing. Um, I almost got my yellow boat finished, but now it's not me. I waited on my mate and he's just, he got caught up busy. And I've got some, another boat project in the works. Operation 115 to 120 is back in effect. So I'll know more about that soon. I'm looking forward to that. But we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Um, we got a couple of shout outs. I want to shout out real quick. Uh, we, had, we do have some uh, real quick uh, race announcement. So USRC is going to Slideways, uh, Slideways RC Club in South, D I believe this is South Dakota. They went last year and they and I watched Rob Isaac and those guys putting a lot of work. But right now, as of now, they've got Brandon Rose, Tyler Jones, and Seth Van Dalen going. And I believe Sean is going to be doing the the race director, which is Seth's dad. Uh check it out. This is USRC's race outside of where their region is. They usually do regions in region two, which is like Virginia, South Carolina. 
They did one last year. So for the people of the Dakotas, if you're interested or you're in this area, it is July 7th to 10th at Dakota Slideways RC Club in Aberdeen, South Dakota on the Brown County Fairgrounds. They will have a couple of three pro guys there. So you get to see some fast guys go. And uh, if you want to go to that race, check them out. Check them out. All right. Uh, we have a few more, Max. Hold on. Let me see me bring up my notes. I did some good notes this week. Shout outs. Happy birthday to one of our good friends of the podcast, Jared Malveda. His birthday was last week. Met Jared and all the Northeast guys. A lot of Northeast guys at RCGP. Big Kush, P-Word RC. All them guys. Justin Drinks, all those guys. Uh, happy belated birthday to my boy KB Ron. Ashley Patterson. It was Ashley's birthday just before the UK Nationals. He looks like he had a good time. And shout out to my friend Josie Patashaw. It's her birthday today. I'll see her in Vegas. And oh yeah, uh, congratulations to my buddy Matt Castle. I met him at RCGP. He's now the WRC USA team manager. A great dude with lots of energy. I wish him all the best. And I know we have a couple of get wells. So our good friend of the podcast and my good friend Toby Hansen is in the hospital. He's been in there for a week and a day now. He had a seizure last week monday um i he, i just see he released an update today uh what happened he actually damaged his back as well in the seizure apparently so but they're still running a lot of cat scans on him and i think he has a have, have to have an operation so to toby we want him to get well toby is a, a great rc enthusiast he writes some great blogs <clears throat> under the toby meister uh moniker and he has the 46 rc so if you guys can if you're if you're into prayers, uh, if not, if you're into positive vibes, send him some prayers and positive vibes, and hope he gets better. And also shout out to Jeff Lumia, who has a GoFundMe going for him to get a new leg. He recently lost his leg due to diabetes, and he's trying to get a, a leg. So he and he's a avid racer in the the southeast Georgia area, and he also has some builds. Check him out, Jeff Lumia builds. If you want to help him out there, send him some work, and he does some builds there. And our condolences, Max, we have to say this too. Uh, that young kid, Yannick, from up in Quebec, that last year around this time, we actually did a, a fundraiser for. He had terminal ill cancer. Uh, unfortunately, and our condolences go out to his family. Uh, he passed away this uh, Easter, over Easter. And it was it was a bit sad. Uh, my buddy Kevin was messed up. You know, the, the uh, our condolences go to his family, uh, young Yannick, he kind of touched us all last year. I did a video. I got to find a video. I'm going to post it up. <clears throat> but he's a young kid, and he loved RC. I think he was five, maybe, five, six, seven. Yeah, I can't remember how old he was. Uh, and he had terminal ill cancer. And the whole RC community kind of came together to make his last year or so better in life and full of RC and love. So, uh, yeah, and we raised quite a lot of money for him, like $3,000, I think. So thank you to everybody that donated. You guys helped make uh, make that young man and his family's life a little bit more bearable uh, and help out with the bills and stuff they, ha they had to pay over the last year or so. So uh, shout out to those people that helped out on that live. That's actually when I did the Toe of Satan and I got really sick yeah. afterwards. <laughs> uh, that stuff was hot, but it was worth it. And um Ah, Yannick Strong, man. Our condolences go to him and his family and the, the Quebec RC uh, community. It's always sad when we lose somebody. It's even worse when we lose a young young life like that. Yeah. So, all right, Max. Uh, real quick, what have you been up to? School's been got, got you busy. It, you had a lot of snow. 
Now you have it's it's hot again. Yeah. Uh, so what's up, real quick? Yeah. So school is this is the last week now of school. So after this, like you're off uh, after this, this week. Yeah. So For how long? Uh, since September. So um, you're gonna go working and then. Yeah. So I'll I'll take uh, May off just for practicing. Okay. I'll, I'll go home about I think in a week and a half or so. Uh, I'll go back to my parents' house and then I'll start. I'll I'll just set up my camper somewhere where the tracks are open and and start <laughs> practicing. Um, are you gonna come to? Are you gonna do RCGP in June? I I don't know. I don't at at, at this point. I don't know. Uh, right, right. But it's kind of because it's Euros. Like, you want to do Euros as well? Yeah, I'll do Euros. You want to go to the Worlds? Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I need to. I need to see what what the options are and how much practice and how it fits the schedule and all that. Oh well, great. You know what? Yeah. Actually, when you're off school, we can get to work and get our branding finished and all that stuff that we're supposed to get done for Christmas. And you know what? I'm actually going to do a, a plug right now. Hey, if you're a young RC enthusiast who's pretty good in social media and follows RC hardcore and you can do some graphic design or whatever, you know, all that basic type of stuff, you're pretty good at that stuff and you want to help us out and be involved in something cool, hit me up because we're always looking for enthu RC enthusiasts that love this type of stuff and want to help us out because we need, we, you know, with you being busy and then like how things are getting, I'm just looking for some help with you know keeping it keeping like i can't keep in touch with everything nowadays it's so much going on yeah so yeah. um if you want to be a part of us uh and like that and we're looking for people i'm looking for people to help produce uh in the background as well you know what i mean so i'm looking for somebody like in america because um you know it'd be great to have a producer when we do our lives because i do want to do more lives or anything like that because it kind of gets hard so if you like that uh, let me know. I'm actually looking for somebody to help me produce this weekend. It's pretty easy to do this this Thursday. I'm uh, just looking for someone to help out and do, could do help us do some cool stuff. So, um, me Max, we had Easter here. It's a big holiday in the DR. Uh, you, you know, uh, I kind of chilled out. Um, we didn't do much at my house. We made some fish cakes. We kind of just it was a quiet Easter for us. Um, I'm going to Silver State. I find, so I, I should have bought my ticket last Monday when it was cheaper. And then I'm like, ah, let me wait. And then I, you know, like JQ and I have this method. We think if we wait till like Tuesday or Wednesday, that it's going to be cheaper. So then Tuesday it was like $150 more. And I'm like, <laughs> and I've been waiting for it to go back down to that all week. And then finally Monday, this yesterday, I'm like, you know what, man, I don't think it's going to any cheaper than this. It's a hundred dollars more. Let's go for it. Right. Yeah. I'm so glad I did that. Cause today when I went look at tickets, it was like, $100 more, $130 more than what it was already. And I yeah. couldn't even get that ticket no more. So I am going to Silver State. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I get in there Tuesday evening. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm going there to do more like the videos and walk-arounds. We might get some podcasts done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but I think people enjoy, I don't know, maybe I'll do it vlog style, like catch up, like a daily report vlog style and then go do a walkabout. We'll see. But the convenience is like, I can go on, do my, go film, do my walkabouts, go hang out. Then I could go back up to the room, do what I got to do. And then, yeah, you know, not like you, DNC where you had to uh, drive to a Starbucks too. Yeah. Drive to a, borrow a car, drive <laughs> to a Starbucks, hope that their internet's working, drink opious amounts of coffee because you're going to be there for about two hours, which is fine because you got to be up to 11 anyway. 
but mm-hmm. so just so much more convenient i actually was thinking of something fun to do for this for this like a video and i think i might just walk around the casino with my gopro and say hey do you know there's a radio control car race going on and like something just a stranger i don't know you'll see yeah say hey do you or stand by the sign and like hey do you know there's a radio control car race or something going on or who knows what i'll get into i'm not a gambler so maybe i can film in the in the game in, inside the casinos you can't film but i mean vegas is a great place you'll get people there oh yeah i'll just stand by the sign and say, hey do you know it's an rc car race there should be good uh they got fifth scale going on i would dude i would i would love to just turn some laps with a fifth scale car at this race <laughs> i know it's impossible i would love to race it anybody got a fifth scale i could borrow i know that's a big 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 question but it would be so yeah. awesome um but so I'm going to geek out on that type of stuff. I'm actually looking forward to this. And yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. And it looks like I might be going to Italy in June, which I wasn't too sure if I was going. And I was all right if I didn't go, but I think I'm going for RCGP. So that's cool. That's good. All right. Enough about me. Enough about us. Let's go. We got some RC news to talk about, ma'am. And uh, this week's RC news is brought to you by High Tech RC. High Tech RCD is a leader in RC systems, delivering the highest performance and reliability supported by the dedicated customer service personnel. They have their HSB 9381TH service, which has efficient brushless titanium brushless motors, titanium gears, low consumption output, constant output, and a metal case. They also have revealed their new DB778. WP waterproof low profile batteries that are manufactured with the high technology. I like that high technology using the industrial servo innovations to bring to their racing uh, servo innovations. And these servos are really great for your 10 scale cars, your drag cars and all that stuff because they're, they're low profile. Also check out the awesome RDX2 Pro charger, which I'll be using in my chase for my speed record on my boat, not the yellow one, but another one that I'll reveal. And uh, I'll be using that to charge all my batteries. And you can use this battery, you can use this charger to charge up two battery packs at a time. I use the Bluetooth dongle and I can monitor everything through my phone. So check out these cool products. Trust in high tech, your servo and charger headquarters. Go to visit hightechrcd.com slash where to buy to find your nearest dealer. Thank you, high tech, for all your support. Remember, everybody, sharing the sponsors some love, shares the podcast some love. So real quick, Max, um, there was a shite ton of racing going on this weekend. Yeah. I remember messaging you and saying, Max, my, like, dude, I can't remember where my Facebook feed has just been so full of RC from so around the whole world. Like, obviously it's been full of stuff from America because they've been racing, but it's like this weekend, everybody opened up like europe was like boom hey it's yeah. i mean i know they've been racing for quite some time but now it was like boom it was a lot of races going on in europe they're racing in australia that america was flooded with racing it was good to see man it was a lot of racing going on dude. yeah it's it's funny like especially us we always be like oh we need to fix this or fix that and and like rc is actually like thriving still like the way things are not some things are not perfect but still rc is doing quite good 
that's yeah. very nice to see and it's very nice to see people are having fun getting back to racing i yeah, saw a few it's... posts of people saying oh i haven't touched a car in a year or something mm. and like now they're getting back to racing that's that's amazing yeah um it, it was my face my feed was just flooded like you know i was like well shit i don't know which which races to post about like it was so much so i just kind of yeah. focused on like Ron of Falk and I think the East Coast Nationals because they had some good coverage. But man, dude, let's go. Okay, so the first race was actually the weekend before, which was the Dirt GP, which was held at yeah. the Nemo Raceway, which actually Ricardo Barton won. And I think, um, shit, I should have had results up in it. Um, yeah, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll check. Them yeah, out. but I know Ricardo yeah. Barton won. I Skidmore came second or third. And I think, um, I don't know who came second. That, that third podium but i just wanted to say that scott went to this so, race yeah. he said uh coelho finished second and johnny skidmore third with uh figueredo fourth and lee martin fifth oh really um, so Co coelho yeah. went that's good that's good yeah Co coelho was there he he seemed quite fast from the get-go but Mm -hmm. Berton seems to struggle a bit he's I think he qualified like in the first few runs he qualified like at the bottom of the top 10 but then he could last round and seemed quite untouchable uh on the finals day so that was surprising like everyone was running seismic except for the hot race sponsored drivers which are obviously Figueredo and and uh well, that they need to be on foot well seismic still not got the tire to be on the oil it seems like it seems, um, but I mean, Berton seemed quite fast and they, they ran clay. So they were in clay compound. Uh, I can't remember the name of the, but it was this the low profile right. tire, not no pin tire. Well, I, I talked to Scott real quick. He said that the track got really rough. And then I heard that yeah. from somebody else that it got really rough. And I was like, really? Yeah, I saw, and, yeah, I saw a lot of pictures. A lot of the jump phases were all, all screwed okay. up. And, all right. and uh, yeah, it was like the oil surface it was starting to break up in a lot of places so it was more interesting sort of, interesting yeah. I, well i know they'll hopefully they get a fix because there's another big race that's going to be happening here sometime this year i can't say what but um i watched i watched some of the uh stuff like the they this race seemed super organized like they did a video of how they want people to line up and everybody and all this type of stuff like just giving their rules to get up onto the rostrum and all that stuff so that was pretty cool. I have to say I was disappointed. There was no real coverage mm -hmm. at all. Um, it would have been good because there were some big names at this race. I mean, they had one camera, but I mean, you can't really see from there and maybe somebody Facebook live, but I'm hoping that um, if we don't see maybe the DXR race come back, uh, maybe this becomes that big race that happens every Easter. I'm hoping because yeah. we desperately need that. And I'm hoping that this is a race that the Americans go to eventually if we don't get DXR back, uh, because I think that's ones that one they will go to. But kudos to those guys. Um, it's good to see. I know that Nemo puts a lot of money and effort and time into their track. It's, it looked beautiful. What a beautiful facility it is. Yeah. You know, with, with the AstroTurf in it and all that stuff. And I'm sure they'll figure out what went wrong and why it got rough. I mean, you know, but that's how hey, yeah. it got rough for everybody. So yeah it's it, and i don't i don't know i haven't driven on rough oil tracks quite like mm -hmm. that much i've driven a few times on like that type of surface it's sometimes it's very awful where the it gets dusty on top of the oil mm -hmm. and then the mm -hmm. non-oil is like super grippy because it's like rough and it starts to grab the car so it's very difficult but if it 
if it gets rough in places, but if the surface still stays intact, it, it can be quite fun too. Right. All right. Uh, just a shout out to some of the other. So this racing, that, that was last weekend. And congratulations to Barton. It's good to see Coelho racing more eight scale as well. Mm -hmm. uh, he raced eight scale this weekend as well. Um, yeah. dude, dude, he he's also doing something every weekend. It seems like as well. Oh, he's yeah, and the fact that he runs ten scale, eight scale, and on on road, it's just crazy how he can do it. It's <laughs> oh yeah, he's, he's very busy. Oh yeah. All right. So let's go. Let's shout out to some of these races. So we had the North Northwest Championship Tour up in Pasco. This weekend, they had a good bunch of entries up there in the Pacific Northwest. Um, I saw a couple of guys that I know went up there. I'm probably, they probably, uh, my buddy Austin went up there who recently lost his dad. So I think that's good. I think this is his local track. But a great turnout for that race. That's a great area up there in the Pacific Northwest. Up there, I said they had the SOS series at Easley. You've been to Easley a couple of times. I've been to Easley. That was pretty packed as well. We're, looking, we're talking about over 100 people at these races. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Easily is a beautiful facility there in South Carolina, not too far from SMB. Like, if you ever want to go see an old... And for me, it has, like, an old-school hobby shop feel. It's got asphalt yeah. oval, dirt oval. I think it's got on-road. It's, it's got a badass hobby shop, but it's, like, an old-school hobby shop. Uh, great facility there in South Carolina. They had the 10th Otter Cup in Otterville, Canada. And I think this actually gets one of my votes as the best track. Did you see this track any at any time? I did post it. Um, it they had yeah, rubber I, speed I bumps on the straightway. So they had like the rubber speed bumps that you get, like, oh. you know, and they put like two and two. And I thought that was pretty good. I like that track. It's really nice out there in Canada. And it, uh, it's good to see them racing. They had the Border Wars in Amarillo, Texas. They had like 50 mile per hour winds there in the desert uh florida rc i have to say i think florida rc championships gets the vote for the best coverage period so lance yeah. is lance is doing his this is round four it happened at sundancers in florida and if you look at their and danny is doing all the work for it he's doing the live stream he's doing the pictures he's doing all the all the branding all that stuff and they do a right now i think and, and this is no offense to any other series but the amount of work going into this series to make it good for everybody and to get everybody like make everybody feel special and also the content that's coming out of this series even though it's not on a professional level like this is these are fast guys in florida but not you know what i mean it's really good like the live stream is good the freaking pictures are great and shout out to lance and his group and his crew for doing such a great job excuse me sorry so that happened this weekend man rc madness opened their season opener up in connecticut they finally melted the snow melted my buddy uh told me they had like really good numbers like 100 plus entries 83 people because he started like nobody like nobody else was really racing up in north coast so he shared it around that's good to see um let's talk about some of the bigger and the east coast so in australia they had the east coast nationals which is Zach yeah. and those guys track at, at Pine Hill Dart, uh, the Pine Hill yeah. Dart Raceway, and oil track actually, that you don't like. I, need to, I need to shout out uh, Jack Parsi, a very young, uh, yeah, he I well. believe he's Australian. Uh, he's Australian. He was there. Australian, yeah. So uh, an Australian Mayako driver, uh, he TQ'd in front mm -hmm. of uh, Alex Bernadzic uh, and, uh, and Aaron Dexter. These guys who have been very, very fast in Australia. And yes. Jack is, I'm not quite sure 
of he's his twelve. But he, yeah, he's yeah twelve. So he's very young. He's good. And he, him, and his dad are very. They have a positive vibe and. and yeah, the nice people. I was talking are, to his dad. Yeah. Um. They also had gas truck, which is dad came third. They had a yeah. full heater gas truck. No, yeah. I have to give a shout out to Zach and these guys because Zach gets it on the content side. And they had a lot of rain too. So the rain hurt them, but the oil track saved that rain a little bit, you know. Yeah. They were able to do the, you know, race with, you know, sweep the track off and what, and whatnot and race. But apparently they had a, you know, it wasn't a big race. And, but I mean, it wasn't well attended, but it was decent for, for Australia. And, um, apparently just the rain was the hindrance but they did a great job and they did a great job of um one second something's going on my throat's dry uh they did a great job of the actual event organization all that type of stuff um they got it done through the rain he had they were supposed to have like a moving camera during the mains but i guess with all the work they had to do they weren't able to get it he set up like he put one guy Andrew Ford and they just set up a table with a mic and they interviewed different drivers and they posted that up and all that stuff so it was really good unfortunately the rain held him up and I think actually Bernard Zach won this Zach came second yeah. and then Jack came third <clears throat> excuse me I don't know hold on ah, I need water my throat's getting dry so yeah, congratulations to those guys. Um, my and Dexter, he was in the struggle bus. He, but I talked to him and he came out of second, out of the B main, and I think he had some flame outs in his A main, which hurt him. But uh, congratulations to those guys. One thing I have to say: no Kyle McBride, and he goes to this track. And, yeah, that was um, surprising to see. And, well, apparently, it's not surprising. Apparently, because he, he doesn't seem to go to these races for some reason, and I don't know why he doesn't. Well, I kind of have a feeling why. But I think he should go to these races. Like, yeah, the fact that, like Alex is there. Uh, him, he definitely needs to have top level mm-hmm. competition. And and even though like Zach Ryan and and Jack Parsi, those are very very fast guys, but they're not not on his level though. That, not on McBride's like, level. But Alex uh, is. Alex, Alex, and McBride, those guys are the the ones that can actually challenge for international like mains and mcbride can we don't know if alex can yet we we gotta see him outside of okay obviously we need to see it first but he has the potential looking at his speed in 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 australia uh so yeah it'd be for both of them for kyle's and alex's sake they need to sort of match the speed uh with each other well i know alex kind of beat him every run last year yeah but then then again I'm pretty sure he wasn't happy with the car because he left and switched to S-Works now. Yeah, so. but I don't know what's going on with McBride, man. He isn't going to Silver State. Um, ben yeah. Sterling's going to Silver State, but he is, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. How, I and I like McBride. I think he's super talented and all that type of stuff. And I want to see him come out and race more. You know, I do. That's the thing. I want to see him race more, but I just don't know how long he can not, you know, I, I don't know what what races he's going to go to. I mean, I know travel is still a little bit funky in Australia, but, I mean, Ben Sterling's doing it. But he's from a different part as well, apparently. So Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what's up with McBride. It's weird. It's a conundrum. Like, it really is. It really is. 
There was another race in Australia. Shout out to the Eagle Point Raceway. Nick Lewis in the wing. They put that on. They got their coolie right there that they sent me last year. Uh, so, man, just a lot of racing. CFE race in France. I think Jerome Sartel won that. Um, is it Sartel? Was it Le Sartel that won it? Um, I'm not sure I didn't follow that one. Yeah, There's it was a so race, race in France. And yeah. that, but, dude, it's just so much racing. But the kind of bigger, big races were JBRL at the dirt. So, yeah. One day, I know we, we, like the JBRL now is one day, I think it's, a, well, it's always been one day, but it's one qualifier, they have one seat around, one qualifier in the mains. That's fine. We're not here to talk about that, whatever. But dude, wow. It had 185 people, 331 entries. And that's pretty, that's a lot of people for one day. Yeah, that's, wow. That, that's so much people. It's crazy. Yeah, but guess what? How, how do you even get through a program one day? <laughs> Well, they did. They did. Dude. They did what they did. And people went. But my biggest surprise out of this, I just want to shout out to my boy, Jeff G. He won 40 plus. He was super happy about that. He beat like Saxon and those guys. He is super pumped. So congratulations to him. Did it but Drake outright beaten Cavalari and Froggy and Buggy. Yeah. Like, not, yeah. Dude, I am so freaking worried about cavalry right now i am so like, worried every race that he doesn't perform now that's just a countdown to him not being like i hope a, this is a, not a, a the professional truth. driver because no let's be honest like at this point tlr would be better off by signing like brunson pavides and rose for almost free versus paying Cavalieri and we know that's a lot of money they have to pay him because he's Cavalieri and Cavalieri is getting beaten by these guys every race not just once in a while but this year he I don't think he has beaten Pavidis once dude but all right and this is no disrespect to Drake because he's still good he's still fast but yeah, Drake beat him by 13 seconds yeah, at this race and buggy and there was yeah. no flame outs I don't I wasn't at the race. I do not know what happened. But um I went and look at the scoring. Let's like I went and look at the that the actual race. And dude, it I mean it he lost by 14 seconds. Like he didn't have no yeah. he had some long laps, but like just inconsistent. Like and, you know and I don't know, I don't really know what's wrong too, because he's doing fine in 10 scale. Like he's he's doing all right in ten scale. It's not like he's struggling. He's getting podiums. He's getting TQs in ten scale. So mm -hmm. it's not like he's suddenly a bad driver. Just something isn't clicking. You know, something isn't right in his program. Something isn't right at all, and I don't know what it is. Yeah, it. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm. I mean, if I was him, I'd be fucking worried as hell for my job. <laughs> Truly. That's what people are saying. I, I don't want to go yeah. there because he does have an, I mean, look, I'll be honest with you. I think he needs to have a good silver state. Like he yeah. needs to be in the main silver state and he hasn't been in the main for yeah. quite a minute. But to be honest, like for his level, just making the main isn't enough. I but know this is, but right now even, he needs to be in the main. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, that's, that's the first step right now. But saying that about Cavalieri is just like, but guess what, crazy, guess what, you know? guess what? We've seen Cavalieri do this before, like go down to the we depths. Have. The yeah. depths of despair, yeah. like his career is over. He's not going to do it again. You know, he, this happened to him in 10 scale. It happened to him in 10 scale yeah. when he went to S works. Uh, 
But I, I still have faith. There's a lot more racing left. We could say all of this and Cavalier could go win the world. He could. Like, that's the thing. That's why I'm not, like, saying, like, uh, it's over. Because it's not. It's clearly not. But if this doesn't, if he doesn't change direction of this, it it could be. Like, because, yeah, this is crazy. Like, Cavalier, like, what it was, barely made the B main in, in DMC. Like, yeah. And, and and even that even third and then if you look back, so like third and f- third was Carlos Arandona and, and Walker Spinrad was was fourth. Oh, CJ Jello went to this race too, but he was a lap on. And those guys like Carlos was only four point five seconds back, and then you, you know like okay these guys are spread out, but at at, at this race you know like it, he it just like you expect Cav to walk away with this race. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm saying yeah, it's he, I'm yeah. saying it's the tires, man. I'm sorry, but then it shouldn't matter out in California, should it? No, like and especially like at the dirt, like yeah, no way the tires are that big of a deal. And and Proline has to get tires for these conditions, so it's not that I don't I don't buy that. One thing I, though, I, I could I could buy that excuse if it was like some somewhere indoor or East Coast, mm-hmm. then I'll be like, okay, it it could could very well be the tires, but. At, at at the dirt, no way. No yeah, way. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I, I, I Cav needs a good silver state. He, he needs is. a top five at silver. And state. I hope and and I hope he does have one because he's a driver on his good day. He's just amazing because yeah, he's a like, driver not like Fend or Mayfield, where if if they get up front, they dominate, or if Fend is so fast, he'll dominate. Cav is a driver who could be second or third fastest. And just win by sort of having his race, like racecraft set up. He's sort of like a Ryan Dungey of RC, where he knows how to win, even though he isn't the fastest, or even though he doesn't have the best car. That's something he's very, very good at. And that's something we haven't seen lately. Yeah, I I, I still have faith in the Cav. I still have faith in the Cav. Uh, Okay, um, I think the last race we're going to... Did we talk about NXC? The- no, we're going to talk about NXC now. So this race also had great branding. Uh, I have to give yeah. credit to the people that did this. Uh, this race caught my eye. Like, the branding was really good. Um, I believe Runafog, this race happened last year, that Runafog la- yeah, as well. Went to, yeah, Runafog went to this last year. He was battling with both Killage brothers here. Right. This year. Was this the race? So it happened a lot yeah. sooner this year. Um, because it was late last year. Yeah, yeah, it was so, later on last year. All right, so um, this was this was in Denmark, by the way, and I think yeah. it was, to be honest, the the only real competition there was probably Pele and Hampus, and the other guy Magnus. Uh, well, yeah, well, there Marcus Karov, uh, who is Marcus, that's his who name. Won one uh, EOS. He was there, and he actually finished second. Ooh, was uh, that the then, kid that took out um Coelho? uh orlowski but yeah orlowski sorry 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 yeah sorry. yeah but he was the that's the same same young guy and his best time is actually pretty good he's dude he's he got a future he's he's a very fast driver uh but yeah pelle, pelle is obviously always fast in denmark and i bet he goes to this track because the, the, the distances in denmark aren't that big but i want to shout out a few swedish fast drivers we we've talked about hampus on the podcast before so people know him but elias johansson and uh, yes. Pontus Larsson, these are very fast swedish drivers who've been 
not sort of beating Ronnefog, but being sort of second and third at these, these Swedish races and having on a good day uh, very, very good speed. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hampus is obviously the sort of number one young driver from Sweden at the moment. Uh, and David is obviously the number one of all in Sweden. But there's a lot of lot of speed and uh, and talent in in sort of the Scandinavian region, in, in and also in Finland too, like Sweden, Finland, and Denmark. So it, it's really nice to see like there's a lot of these names uh, at this race right. as well. But this was a uh, oil track. Um, yeah. I did talk to Rotland. They, they did have some rain. Pele was fast too. You know what I mean to be yeah. expected. GT- TQD buggy. David had some issues, but yeah. yeah, David ended up winning both classes in the end. Yeah, he did. Hampus came like uh, I think fourth or whatever. Yeah, Hampus came in fourth. Uh, Pele finished third in Nitro yeah. again. Marcus obviously second, as we spoke before. Yeah, and the guy. So it looked like a good race. I talked. I talked to Rana Falk, uh, uh I think Sunday or whatever, maybe before the race. So he was feeling all right, and then he was a little bit stressed because he's like, ah, I got one day in between going to Portugal. No time. Yeah. I was like, you'll be all right. You'll yeah. be all right. So, um, well, yeah, congratulations to him. It was, it, okay, once again, um, I know they did some cool things and the, the branding was great, but obviously, I, look, I say this, and I say, I take this, I don't expect these races to have it because it's a little smaller race. They had a camera and all that type of stuff. It would have been great to get a little bit more, uh, just some action. You know what I mean? I'm not, yeah. I hope somebody that filmed maybe the main has puts it up. Or whatever at later at a later point we'll see but um yeah it's all good man um i look forward to, i look forward to this race i kind of expected the viking to win but it's also great practice for this race that he's got coming up because it's yeah. kind of high grip yeah and all that type of stuff and let me see do i have anything oh we forgot one last race That's i know there's crazy. many other races out there UK yeah, we, there's and, like a there's a, oh uh, boots won the UK nationals the first round yeah. of the UK nationals yeah and um I actually talked to Johnny Skidmore and he said that uh they actually um they said they had a they were leading by half a lap and then they had a uh, some clutch bell barons go with four minutes to go so Skidmore yeah. was still fast out there you know what I mean yeah yeah and William finished second in the end so boots William Skidmore and Craig and Lee Martin in top. Oh, so four. Johnny didn't win. Oh no, Johnny, no, Johnny. So William would have came uh he was probably in third when that happened. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny was Dude, Johnny this kid more so good, dude. Yeah, they are they are both really fast. Uh, it's crazy how in the past it was always like Johnny was a lot, lot faster than William. Now they're equal. recently now they seem equal, and I've seen like some races William is beating Johnny straight up. So you know who's fouled on uh Clancy. He's not as yeah, fast he as has, he used to be. Yeah, last year he definitely suffered from tires uh, because yeah. he he was sponsored by uh, J Concepts. Everyone else just ran Sismic. Really? Uh, yeah, in UK. This year though, I don't know what what Clancy is suffering from, but I mean his lap times are there. Uh, he seems to be fine speed wise, and and he seems to be beating like Skidmores and and fast guys when they are sort of in his area. Mm-hmm. So it, it just could be like he doesn't get the setup right. He he doesn't have all. The I don't speed, know. But, I don't yeah. know. But congratulations to Boots. This was a Blackpool, so they. Uh, it was. Um, I I think Scott and those guys went to. I haven't talked to him since he went there. Excuse me. 
Yeah. But uh, good to see. Fresh round of the UK Nationals. And then they had the e-buggy Euro warm-ups in Hoodie Arena in Slovakia. It was weird seeing eight-scale cars go around that track. I think it's the first time yeah. I've seen it. Uh, it's it's okay. It's a decent size. It's going to be a little bit small, but I think it's going to be all right. Uh, Coelho was there. Uh, Orlowski was there running this Frankenstein buggy. I heard it's a Mugen, but it looks like it's got bits and parts of Yeah, of so actually, I'll, 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 you have it on screen. Okay, so that's good. Yeah. So I'll go through what it is in what I see from here. So to me, it looks like a Mugen buggy. Um, I don't think they had the M uh, MBX 8R parts. So what they done is they just used associated arms in the rear. And those shocks are associated shocks with black colors. Um, so I think that's pretty much what it is. So just a Mugen with a few associated parts. They could have some sort of own parts they've made, some prototype ones. I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 not a, their own car by any means. It's it's Mugen with some other parts. So I don't, I don't really know why they went this way. Perhaps they found the associated shocks work better. Uh, but yeah, uh, I the no Schumacher, idea. No idea. Schumacher eight scale platform has been sort of in the talks for a long long time but yeah i don't i don't see it coming very soon to be honest yeah i don't i don't um the schumacher guys get excited about it i mean but yeah. it's a you know eight scale program is is a lot um yeah. when is the euro e-buggies anyway the the e-buggy uh, euros anyway it's coming up soon I it's think it's in May. Soon. Um, let me see. I think I have the schedule somewhere here. All right. While you find the schedule, let me go through my notes. I think that's it. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think that's about well, it. Actually, let's go through. So Martin Bayer won the e-buggy warm-up. Oh, did he? I thought Coelho yeah. won. No, Coelho finished fifth. I don't. He won the first main, uh, the last main, but he finished tenth in both the first and the second. So I don't know uh, what okay. happened to him. But yeah, actually, one kid I want to shout out is this Polish driver, uh, Bartek Szalewski. He's the guy who finished in uh, very high up at EOS before. He's been challenging Orlowski a bit here and there. And he's mm -hmm. a very up-and-coming Polish driver. And uh, yeah, Orlowski finished second, Zalewski third. And then, uh, I don't know, Basut Zolt, I think he's pronounced as Hungarian driver. He's been... Mm -hmm making sort of a top of the b main sometimes at the os he's very fast in this sort of eastern european region um very young kid as well so it's going to be interesting then so the e the e-buggy yeah. euro should be interesting good, good yeah good i believe ronald fox is going i believe yeah like yeah everybody's going to this so the e-buggy e um euros will be in um 11th and 12th of June. So they are. They're, yeah, they're not too not long away. Far away. Yeah. Like a month and a bit. Of, so those guys go e buggy Euros, then. Oh, sorry. Then Italy. sorry, sorry. That's actually yeah. wrong. It's even earlier. It's 15th of May. So it's the week after, um, the weekend after Silver State. That's why we're not yeah. seeing a lot of Europeans go to Silver State, too. All right. Probably, um, yeah. Yeah. So actually, Euro B is uh, Euro B is the one that's in twelfth of, of June. But okay. yeah, e-buggy e Euros are fifteenth of May, so they're coming up quite quickly. All right. 
Well, I want to wrap that. Do we have any other RC news? Anything that caught your eye uh, live RC wise? We're going to talk about two, three more topics in our main part in a bit. But um, yeah, I think that's about it for the races. I did see that, you know, if we did miss your our race, we apologize. I know there was a, a UK national 10 scale going on as well. And all this type of stuff but you know we we primarily unfortunately we, we do primarily focus on eight scale her and, and most of my feed is eight scale um but man i have Orlowski. this is orlowski went to the uk nats but i th- I don't think he won he finished second in both classes i, I no, orlowski was I at the Neil, warm-ups no no that was the 10 scale nats were the same weekend as the dirt gb so a weekend before oh was that robin hood right or something like that or no? uh, Minster or something like no, that. No, okay, but they had a okay, so, so they had another ten so, skill race yeah. or something. This okay, but Neil know. Craig won the first round of the Nats in tool drive, I believe, and Tommy Hall won four wheel drive. If I oh, so Arlowski didn't win. Yeah, Arlowski finished second in both classes. If I'm okay. right, I they just just out of my head, so I don't I don't remember. Well, I'll be putting a note to be watching. I don't think we're gonna get coverage of the e buggy euros, unfortunately, but I'll be looking forward to hopefully seeing something. Yeah. And I think that's all we have, man. I don't have anything else. Like no, no products caught my eye over the weekend um, or over these f- last few days. I am interested in seeing the guy with the electronic brakes at uh, Silver State because he's supposed yeah. to be there. But um, yeah, just going through live RC real quick again. Nothing much going on otherwise than that. It, dude, even there, it's just a lot like onward racing, 10 scale racing. Like it, it was a lot yeah. going on. Even her in the DR, they had um like the crawler guys got together and had like hill climb, a hill climb competition that I couldn't make it to. So RC is thriving, dude. It's awesome to see. Awesome to see. It's great. You know, I this is why I love this stuff. Honestly. Honestly. It's really why I love it. All right, Max, we've got a couple topics we're going to talk about real quick uh, in our, I, I couldn't, because this isn't really race reports, but it's kind of like a race preview. And then we got the RC live RC news. And then I want to talk about the top 25 real quick. So uh, this part of the podcast, I'm actually calling it the TNR, F- TNR fuels, Dawn and Quiet, because we didn't have a Dawn and Quiet before. So we're just going to talk about a few things. And this part of the podcast is brought to you by TNR Fuels. Here at the NNRC, we are all about the glory, and that glory is nitro. TNR Fuels is the hottest nitro fuel in the market, owned and operated by fellow racer Chris Nelson and his family. TNR Fuels is made by racers for racers. The fuel is available throughout the USA, and he's working on international distribution. For more information to to support the company or purchase some fuel, visit them at www.tnrfuels.com. Contact Chris Nelson directly. You can uh, at Chris at tnrfuels.com or find them on House of RC or Facebook and let them know that you heard about this on the No Name RC podcast. Thank you to Chris and TNR Fuels for their continued support. And remember, everybody, showing the sponsor some love shows the podcast some love and um yeah let's get it right into this max i think we're gonna go right into the top 25. let's talk about this because um i actually was thinking about making a video about this and i think that the top five in this of this top 25 with a little adjustments is probably the most hold on is this the most recent one mm. I, let me find it hold on so the top 25, if you guys don't know, if it always is a talking point 
when it comes out because a lot of people don't agree with it. A lot of people don't get it. Um, but it came out April 14th. Oh no, it's right. Okay. Okay. So I have the right one. Let's bring it up. We have, uh, one second guys, let me bring it up for you. If you're watching this on, you really, you guys, you got to start watching this on, on YouTube too, because this is when we get to share the screens and have all this type of stuff up and all this cool stuff. So, uh, Ryan Mayfield, number one, I, I don't think any of us can argue with that. You know what? Uh, I, I want to point out one thing I've sort of, because last year I was fully confident that Ongaro is the number one. He's not. Coming, coming into this year, seeing his performance at DNC, seeing some of his performance in, in Italy, mm -hmm. yeah, he's not number one anymore. Okay, so, so I kind of wanted to look yeah. at this from, it started in January. I know it doesn't start in January, but let's look at this like it started in January. That's how I was going to look at it. Right now, yeah. I have, there's some, I would, in this top five, right here, top six, I have to make some, I have to make some changes. And I still have Ryan Mayfield as my top driver. I would put Dakota Fenn second. No. Yes. Listen, listen. We're going off this year. We're just going off this year so far. I even have Joe Bornhorst third. No, then I have. No, no, no. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, no. Then I have Rana Falk. Then I have Ongaru. And Ongaru is just scraping in there. And, and, and I'll be, and let me explain why. Obviously, we can't argue. Ryan Mayfield, he's got two wins this year. He had the most wins last year. I know when I count him last year. He also beat every one of these guys at the last race where every one of these guys met, which was DNC. So he beat them, right? Yeah. Also, Dakota fan has, the, has two big wins against these guys. He also finished fourth in this race. You know what I mean? Yes, we can argue that. Ronald would have done better. He finished sixth. Ongaro finished eighth at DNC. Bornhorse finished second. Do you see where I'm going, her? If we looked at this from I mean, start of the if, year, if we if we look at this from American perspective, yeah, I'd agree with you. But, but right now, but that's all to, we can do. Look at it right now because there's no. only been one race in a, no. in Europe. But it, listen, to, it's only to, been one race in Europe this year where all the European guys got to meet together. Yeah, but you have to take into account the fact that if if Ronafalk finishes fifth behind of Dakota Fend. And it's an American race at an American track. You you always look at a favor of the Americans because that's you know okay, what I think, and a lot of people have been saying this for a while. A lot of people have been saying this for a while. Is I actually think these need to be separate. Yeah, I, I agree too. I think he what he should do, the top twenty five, he should do Europe and America separately. Mm -hmm. And then he should do a combined list. So he, he should have three lists that he publishes. And for yes. him, it's not, not any more work because, and, and he shouldn't like, if Ronafog goes to DNC, then he gets points for the American list too. But, but he, because mostly he races in Europe and mm -hmm. Ryan Mayfield almost never races in Europe, for example. Yeah. I think, I think he should have, because I don't think it, it for him, I don't think it's any more work. It's the same work, yeah. but he just, takes for the European list, counts European races, and American right. list, races in America. I think that would be amazing to see, because I think those lists would be more 
sort of acrid and people would have less sort of right. disagreements. But I do like this because it always starts a talk. So I wanted to do real quick, what would be your top five, your personal top five? Mine oh, let's be, do your top 10. Okay, mine quick. would be Mayfield, Ronafog, uh, Ongaro, Fend, Canass. Uh, I'd put Testman in front of Bornhorst. Uh, then I'd put... Yeah, I'd have to put Rivkin then. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So that that would be would be Rivkin would be A's. Uh, actually, no, Fuller would be in front of Rivkin. Mm-hmm. So Fuller would be eight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard, isn't it? Rivkin ninth. And uh yeah. I'd have Tebow tenth. Yeah, I think Berton is one of Tebow. I gotta be honest. Yeah, yeah. but he, all right. So me, obviously, I have Ryan Mayfield as number one. My heart and everything in my heart wants to put Rana Falk as number one or number two. And no offense, Viking, uh, you are number one in my heart. But I think you're really number three on this list. Or number, and not because, just because of last performance at DNC, but at the same time, he's also beat all these guys. So it's a, yeah. a toss-up. But I'm going Ryan Mayfield, Fend, Rana Falk, Bornhorst. I don't know if I want to put Bornhorst. Yeah, in my books, why I, put I would Born put Fuller Horse. there first before Born Horse. Fuller's in my top yeah. five. So the reason why I put Born Horse in in uh, behind Tessman is because of the fact that he finished only seventh in the Nats. Yes, he had a second mm-hmm. at DNC. Yes, he had a third at PMB. I'm not counting RCGP. I'm not really counting RCGP because. There was, it was only really him and well, there was competition there, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he finished pretty well at RCGP. But he he won one. He won the rush. Yeah. He won. He won. He came out the points lead, I believe, or something. Yeah, but but yeah, he did. He has done well, but he hasn't done well like Fend, Ronafalk, Ongara, Mayfield do. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm also, you know, who I'm putting in my top ten? Brandon Rose. Hmm. Almost. I mean, he's up there, but he's going to be up. He's going to be like ninth or 10th, but I have Mayfield, Fend, Rana Falk. Father, uh, man, I'm putting Fuller fourth. No, I mean, but I'm putting, I'm putting one. I'm actually putting one Carlos Canas fifth because I think he can win anywhere as well. He's one of those races. I think he can win. I think the top five. For me, the top five, you just switch Ongara and Ronafok around. The top five is perfect in my, yeah. my mind. It's so hard, her. Like, yeah. It's like, I want to see Marco go up higher. And it. what would be great is that we got this weekend, which is a great, I don't know. Uh, I like this. I think we should split it up into a Euro, USA, and then a final one. So but if you be... listen to this, please, let's do that. That'd be great. Yeah, I, I, I got to be honest. I've been very critical of this list before uh because of that's one reason because it is inaccurate when you because at least this list started out by american races then europeans joined so there has always been very american biased because of the fact that how it works well the, the americans race um, a little bit more altogether as well well not really because if if this list started out in europe 
this would count UK nuts, Italian nuts instead of like no, it wouldn't. It, 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 it not not it not the way not the way that you it, it has to have a certain number of top drivers at the race for it to count. No, but no, but you need to understand that in Italy, for example, the the main yeah, but they Italian have to be in this top twenty five. So if yeah, it goes to it, no, okay. listen, listen. If it goes, listen, shush for a second because it's not it's not really. You sound like the people arguing about it on Facebook. If it realistically went to Italy, you would have Davido Angaro, Ricardo Bartolo. Well, maybe it would work in Italy, and then Elliot Boots yeah, would probably exactly. be there. And so Elliot, so it have, might, have, it could be in Italy. We have, but it needs to be like five Italian, or six. No, no. It needs to be five or yeah, six in listen, the top twenty-five. Listen. We have four Italians on the list right now. Oh, sorry. Yeah, four Italians five. on the list right now. No, four. Let's see. We have. Go ahead. One. Yeah. We have four Italians on the list right now, but the way the list has worked, this list started out by taking American races like Sick Cross and uh, I don't believe Right, any but they had JDRL to have a number of top drivers there for it to count. Exactly. But the way it works was when this list started out, the only top drivers on the list were American because this didn't count European races. So I every agree. time a new race came up, the top drivers by this list was american then yes. when more and more european racing came around so basically what had to be done was europeans had to come over to america beat americans that was the only way to get higher on this list okay and so have the races in, in europe come that's what happens then the races then yeah but look the, the battle i would love to just see it separated like you know we have our I european guy yeah. we have our usa guy and then hey here's how it was is combined i if rick if you're listening but you might be. I hope you do that. Um, it'd be good because we'd like to see. A, um, and hopefully this year, if, uh, with with the Europeans getting back to full racing, we get to see it. But still, a great talking point. I think this top five can be pretty accurate, right? Her, I would say. I would just move around. If this was real, I would move around some of these names. I, I don't know if I have Ongaro in my top five, but it's it's hard to it's hard to out. To count yeah. out Angaro in Europe, period. You know what I mean? But I, so, I gotta be honest though, at this point, the list is starting to become like if you look at the list now, there's pretty much the same amount of Europeans and Americans. At this point, the races are like it's equal. My argument yes. was just that before when it started, I get unequal. it. Yeah. I get and it. And then that's why because the list rates top drivers, the drivers who are high on the list, you know. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, but let's segue into this because there's another announcement. It's the um, <clears throat> the Visions Motorsport. Uh, sorry, I have it right here. Let me bring it up on my notes. Uh, hold on, guys. Sorry, just got a lot going on here. You know, I got confused easily. Um, this is why we need a producer. So we got the registration is open for the 2022 Visions Off-Road hosted by Mid-America Outdoors. Uh, we did talk about this on our Patreon-only pod. So Live RC made the announcement that they are going to do this race in Jay, Oklahoma. So apparently this is the mid the Mid-America, the Visions Mid-America Outdoors is this big outdoor event. I'm actually going to bring up a video while we're doing this. And uh they it's a lot of rock bounce rock racing, a lot of um side-by-side -side oh. racing. Oh, it's it's got it's actually got everything, dude. It's got motocross racing. Yeah. It's got monster trucks. It's got everything. Also, I didn't realize it has a big giant pro shop 
on mm-hmm. on site where you can buy anything off-road. So this is like where people that have off-road stuff go to geek out. Like this is their heaven, apparently. So RCGP sold it by saying they're going to have a $30,000 cash payout, which I actually think that the Visions people pay it out because they said in this ad that they had from last year, 250000 k in payouts all over and have 20,000 fans watching this. And it seems like they have a, a good bit of pro guys signed up for this, but then also the price kind of dropped, the price kind of dropped for this, which makes it kind of expensive for people. Cause I, I know people were excited for it. Uh, so they want to get 360 entries. It's an invite class that's nitro buggy and e-buggy. And then the open class is nitro buggy and e-buggy. The race entry is $50, which isn't bad, but the actual, you have to pay $150 to get a bracelet to enter the facility, the event, which also gives you um, access to everything else there. You know what I mean? So you mm-hmm. not just, the issue is I see for many people is like a family going or father and son going like to run one class realistically. Like if you think about it, it's going to be $150 for you, the pit guy, $150 for your son. I think it's under 12 or something that they come in free. Not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you get what I'm saying. It can get expensive if you have to go two people. Great idea. I like that the fact that it's at a full scale event. Joey's going to build the track too, apparently. So that's great. And I, I you know, um, he's going to build a, he's going to get a chance to build a great track and all that type of stuff. Uh, my, I think it's good. I think this is a step in the right direction. I know you've got mixed feelings on it because you've been to similar type of events. For me, I'm like, obviously, you know, when this first came out, people thought it was going to be like Supercross or Monster Truck, you know, and that's honestly, that's where I'd like to see it go at some point, but that takes time. But I think this is a great first step. My only fear is like, I don't really know if it's going to get 360 entries. It doesn't matter how many entries go. To be honest, so long as we got a good bit of people there and like hopefully the pro guys go there and they use the pro guys in a professional setting, you know what I mean? Or whatever, or maybe it's just a display where some people go and they go and run this year. Uh, One of my fears is that I just hope it does get in a spot in this, because this is a big area apparently, where it does get in a spot where it can be seen by people and has a lot of foot traffic and, and all that type of stuff. I mean, that's my, I'm hoping that happens. Um. But it's it's such a another you know small speck on the it's a it's a flea on the back of the of full scale anything you know what I mean it's still kind of yeah. RC is kind of minute it sounds like it was kind of like I don't know the full details but I know that live RC has done a lot of full scale work with side by sides and all this stuff so this was only inevitable but it sounds like maybe they tried to get this many years in a row. Maybe uh, opportunity came up, and that's why it's such short notice. I, I personally don't think it's going to get 360 entries because of cost, and it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty expensive there. But I think it's better actually. I think if they get like right, I think if it's less, it's going to be better for the people that go there. I think I think if it's 200 entries, they'll add a few practice rounds or a few quality rounds, so they add a Super Bowl or whatever. Yeah, and then people can go do like go see the rest of the stuff for the day. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, the people that go, I hope they do. There is a question. Okay, so the big thing is, uh, this is on the same day as the e-buggy nationals. 
which same weekend, which is supposed to be really big this year because it's up in the Northeast. So it's kind of like, I get it. Like I know a lot of people say it's just the e-buggy nationals doesn't count, but I actually think it was going to be a big year for these guys. And if the number of pro guys that I know that are, that I heard that are going to the divisions race, it's going to suck for the, for the E-Nats because they would have the pro guys there. But I don't think that this race takes away from the turnout of the, of, of oh, the people no. that go to this E-Nats. You know, yes, it might suck. They may not have all the pro guys there. It may have some pro guys, you know what I mean? That sucks, but I think the turnout, I still think the turnout will be good for the E-Nats. And um, I think we have to support this. You know what I mean? No matter what, it's a step in the right direction, in my opinion. And yeah, I'm all for this, man. I actually wish I could go, but I don't think it's just going to be possible. And I wish, um, I wish these guys... Honestly, I wish them all completely the the best of luck. I hope this does what it's supposed to do for RC. I hope um, you know, we get it and I hope it's just good, man. Honestly, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love events like this. We've had these in Finland for quite many times. Like one was it the WRC uh, paddock, uh right in the middle of it almost. We had uh, grandstands full of people watching an RC race. Uh, over 200,000 people come to the WRC event every year. And um, same with Model Expo, 60,000 people come to that every every year. And there was always an RC race, which people watch with their kids. Mm -hmm. And those events are always very nice to see. RC, seeing RC with, a, with an audience, it's it's amazing. So I'm always very happy to see people put up this event yeah um, so for those who are watching this sorry max those who are watching this live or watching this on youtube this is this is where the event is this is some one of their promotion videos from yeah. their youtube so this is a big big area that's i, I yeah. must admit i think i could i think i could get into that side by side racing that looks yeah, like fun yeah yeah a lot of like uh dune dune buggies and uh, yeah these are these are mega and, and so these are called mega trucks i guess you know what I found yeah. interesting? That they actually have the world's Barbie doll car downhill race at this race. Okay. <laughs> so I know you've probably seen this on YouTube or Facebook, where it's a group of guys that race like, you know, like kids, uh, Jeeps and stuff that you can sit in, that kids can sit in. Mm -hmm. And they're usually powered by batteries. Like my daughter has one, but I guess guys take all that stuff out and just make them free roll and they race them downhill. And guys crash and get all messed up too. So this looks like a great off-road event. Uh, I guess people have to go to this event with the idea of, okay, we're having an RC race. We're going to put our best foot forward to promote RC, but we're also going to have a cool event on this side to go check out multiple events. So I, I wish them all the best. I hope this is a step forward in getting our industry or what we do in front of people who have some this because it looks like it's a lot of regular people that have disposable income that are into this because this is an, also an expensive event. And hopefully we snag a few of them or somehow we get something what we do is caught up. I hope Live RC does a good, good cover, does great coverage yeah, of it too. I, I think coverage coverage is very, very important because now you have, now you have the sort of appearance of the RC being a big sport with all the pros being there with prize pools, 
with the fact that this is at a huge event, you have an audience and all that. So I, I hope Live RC uh, puts their best effort to date on the on the coverage, and we on the on the inter internet can can enjoy it too. Yep, yep. I I look forward to it. And for the guys going to the ENATs, I, I know it sucks. It does, but sometimes I it's so. I mean, it's so much racing out there. I would like. I remember when Dave was trying. it it's it's unfortunate but it kind of it kind of just is what it is like i think this race has to happen the enets has to happen and and you know we'll see now do the manufacturers make guys go to this race or do the manufacturers make them go to the enets let's see and there's money up for grabs so anyway there's a 30 30k payout i think first gets 5k and and nitro yeah. buggy uh do you yeah, do, do, yeah. So how so, it works is if, if you win, you get 5K, second gets four, then three, two, and one, I believe. And then the open TQ, so everyone who TQs the round of open gets promoted to the invite class and they get a thousand as a payout for per TQ run. And then their overall TQ gets a thousand dollars as well in the open class. And then the prize pool technically is only uh, 23,000 if no one wins all three mains. So if you win all three mains, you get 5K. Um, but yeah, so it's still- Really? So you have to win price. all three mains to get it? Yeah. So if you win all three mains, you get 5K for the win and 5K for winning all three mains. So you end up with 10K in hand. Okay. 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 Cool. Well, I think, I, I hope it gets a good bit of people. I hope everybody has fun. I hope the pro guys go there. And I hope it's successful, man. And I look forward to watching it and i believe it's in july so it should be good to see good to see all right max and congratulations to live rc you know yeah. i want to see i want to see rc go forward it doesn't matter if it's my group of friends that do it like you know rcgp it doesn't matter if live rc does it i i want by any means necessary we need to go forward and we need to be promoting rc yeah all right max Real quick, so we do have a race that's coming up this weekend. It's kind of big. Yeah, well, <laughs> here's Walmart. So this is at Yao Figueredo's track. They had it last year. It was a good race there. Excuse me. It's a, it's a glue track. Not your favorite surface, but it's still a good track. Yeah. It's a beautiful track. It is it's very nice. Beautiful. It's a very big very big track too yes so so how this is going to work this is actually going to be two races in one i was talking to y'all yesterday he explained how it's going to work uh give me a second talk about ibc last year real quick max yeah so last year uh david went and ongara went canas was there robert was there all the fast guys in europe pretty much were there um Ongaro has been quite dominant. This is sort of the surface where he usually is at his best. With his new car, uh, I'm a bit more hesitant to say what his level will be, but uh, he'll definitely be strong. This year, Berton is obviously a bit faster as well. Uh, he could be he could be up there. Canas is always fast. He finished, I believe, third last year. Uh, David ended up finishing second, if I'm not wrong. 
Um, so it's going to be a tight fight. David obviously has a new car. Uh, he hasn't raced in high group that much, but he'll he'll be quite fast, no doubt. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see where these guys will will stack up. But last year it was it was it was a pretty tight race, even though Ongara seemed quite comfortable and ended Dude, up winning. Everybody is going to this race. Yeah. Everybody it's, it's, in Europe. It's it's the Euros warm up and it's yes. also the IBC. So it, so it is the that Euros warm up always attracts people. So this is how it works. Uh it is this race is going to be run under European rules, fuel rules. So the guys will be running the sixteen percent as well i think this is the first official official big race with it that yeah. i've seen so how it's going to work is after qualifying on saturday they'll take the top 15 from qualifying and have the ibc 45 minute main right so that's right. for the ibc international buggy challenge race that's y'all's race right so then on sunday they go through the latter format of, you know, for the Euro warm-ups, the normal stuff. Yeah. And then they will have the 45-minute Euro warm-up main at the end on Sunday. So it's... Okay. So now this That's is nice. my question. And this goes out to the top 25 guy, Rick McCrary, which I am going to post to him as well. Does this race then count for two races? Because it literally yeah. is two races. Yeah. So are you going to have two races in one weekend that this is two races. This is just like RCGP. This is just like RCGP, but just different. Okay. They don't have to do qualifying on Sunday because they already qualified, but they have to do the ladder mains on Sunday. If RC2 was two races, this is how it would be. So this race should count for two races in the top 25. Yeah. So exactly. <laughs> well, that's a tough one for, for Rick. I hope yeah, but it's two it. separate mains. It's literally two. Yeah. The, the main can be different on Sunday than it can be on Saturday. There could be guys yeah. that are in the main on Sunday that were not on the main on Saturday. Yeah. Because they have to all race in on Saturday. And actually, there on could Sunday. be no drivers. There could be no same drivers on Saturday and Sunday. Because you well, there can be. I mean, if you don't... No, the, no. no. It, yes, it there most will be. Likely will, most likely there will be almost the same guys but there is a possibility that there's not a single same guy on saturday and Sunday. i don't know how that's gonna be but i don't think that like a whole 15 other guys won't make the semis but remember they're already guys in the semis because they're, they're they're already qualified on saturday yeah but then you have to get then everybody has to race in so there can it can definitely be a different main so this has to be two mains interesting format because this is going to be it's kind of like what we talked about you had yeah. a real racer, like you had a, a race, at, and it's attached to a warm up. So freaking awesome! Kudos to y'all yeah. and his people for doing that. And um, I look forward to it. He said there will be some coverage. Some some Portuguese guys are doing some streaming. I be, I think last year uh, Miguel Zambrana from Inforce he did very good coverage. Yeah, but I don't think so, he's gonna be there this year. I don't think he was okay. there last year either. If he was, he, he was, was. He was. He was. He was like last year and. And the coverage was good, but it was just... Yeah, he did a good job. Uh, who do you think is going to win? All right, so we have two mains. Shit. Uh, yeah. Who you take well, your top I mean, three? We'll, we'll just pick for for both mains at the same time. I'm not doing different picks for Saturday and Sunday. Uh, really? So my, okay. No, like it's like it's guessing game anyway. So my pick is... Dang, it's hard, though. I'm going to mm -hmm. go... 
because I, now I'm a David Ronafog fan. Ooh, uh, now you're a fan. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm still have that. I've, I've always been David Ronafog fan, but now I'm, I'm, I'm just being, I'm just being giving him motivational uh, critique. So, okay, my picks are David. Uh, Ongar and, and Kanat. That's my top three. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um. Oh, hold on. I got some. I'm trying to share a video here. Um. Let's see. I'm going with the Viking. You too. I am loyal to a T. So now no, I can't pick him. I can't pick nobody. I had to pick who loses. Uh no, I think uh I tell you who I think is gonna be good here. I think uh I think Ronald Falk can win it. It's gonna be a scrap though. Um dude, there's so many guys that can do well. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know who to pick, to be honest. Uh but Ronald Falk, Ongaro, I think if these guys let Ongaro get out to a to a lead man that's when they're just gonna be yeah. like you know you cannot let this guy get out to a lead at no point like and um this is actually from the event last year by the way from their facebook yeah, yeah so if anybody wants to see what the track looks like a lot of people are like this is a euro track no jumps but it's still it's really good it's fast and he's not made any changes from the last race so it's still the same dude i'm going with runafalk ongaro kanas and you know what? We just have the same picks. I, and you know what? Who that I'm means- throwing in there as like a dark horse? I'm going to throw. Uh, Barufalo. Uh, too high grip in my opinion, but he could be good. But it doesn't. It, the thing is, the grip goes away. It doesn't go away. It gets normal-ish after the rubber gets on it and the fuel gets on it. Yeah, it do, it's he, really grippy does, at the beginning. Yeah, it does get better, but it's oh, I do very, like the pit lane. Oh, that's great! See, did you see the pit lane has speed bumps in it? Yeah, Slows you right they, almost all tracks in Portugal and some in Spain have that. That's the, the not that many down. though. I still this yeah, yeah, they have it like man. that. They have it all over the. It's fucking annoying because you have to be very very careful. Like when you start, people slow down and then cars hit each other. But dude, this track it, is it fucking beautiful. Dude. Yeah, it is amazing. I'm sorry. This track is beautiful, uh, dude. And the Euros are gonna be here. I I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. All right. Uh, so yeah, I think it's gonna be a good race. Uh, everybody, we're gonna do a recap on it Monday. Uh, hopefully, I get to talk to Joseph or at least David while they're out there because I do know that they're going to Spain directly after this to do some testing for mm-hmm. Redavon, and then I'm off to to Vegas on the Tuesday and. I'll be doing my thing there. I'll be doing a lot of videos and stuff there. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, we'll be watching this race hopefully this weekend, guys. And we'll be sharing it on our face on our Facebook and the NNRC Facebook and all that stuff. And I think that's that's about it, man. I think this is gonna be an exciting race. This is mm-hmm. gonna be a very exciting race. Like, you know, Montpellier was nice, but the rather kind of messed it up. This hopefully is gonna be great. Um Vikings gonna be it's gonna you know everybody's gonna be watching him see what he does look at all the people they're watching they see how nice yeah. it is when you have bleachers and all that stuff 
Yeah, that's. But I mean, for me, that's normal because we. Have I know. I know. Here in Europe. I know. I know. This is why um, I always like just looking from the outside in why European racing just looks different. You know, like a full scale. Yeah. Of yeah. So, like, we have bleachers too, but we never see them that full. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's good, man. It's gonna be a great race. I can't wait. I hope. I hope the coverage is good. I really do. I really do. But I wish luck to the Viking. Hampus is going. JQ's going. Alex is going. It's, this is like a big race. Big freaking race. A BFR. Yeah. All right. Um, let me remove this. Max, I think that's it for us this week. Look at you. You're yawning. Yeah, this is yeah. like weird because it's midday for you. Usually, uh, you know, you're probably sleep during this time. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. That's our show for this week uh you know just a quick shout out we have to uh shout out to lugs racing tires they have over 55 years of combined experience in rc lugs has been testing brands uh, sorry has been testing threads wheels and rubber for performance you can try out the lugs econ tires which are developed with racing budgets in mind high quality but lower cost seems to meet savings that can be passed on to you the racer also check out their uh their racing line the lugs using their using their custom molds and proprietary rubber compound the tqs and protos the tires available medium soft super soft and mega soft and now long wear there as you see they had a big sale on their 10 scale tires you can visit them at lugsracing.com and you can save 25 percent with the promo code nnrc lugs in all capital ladders all right maxi i think that's it we went we kind of stuck in our time frame this week I think we did yeah, pretty good almost <laughs> it was a lot of racing to talk about was, a lot of yeah, racing a lot of racing and we 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 barely even touched on a lot of it i know i know but it was like little nuances that we had to talk yeah. about you know yeah. and um i just want to say it's good to see everybody that raced uh i love seeing my timeline flooded with racing great to see rc's awesome and um don't forget everybody this thursday i'll be going live with tebow get those questions ready he's he hasn't been on for a long time so i guess he's eager to come on we'll talk about his hectic season opener and he's you know tiba's fighting he's trying to get up there and get on that podium too you know what i mean so it'd be interesting to see what what different what things he's doing in his in his life and his program to get to that level and um max we'll be back on friday as well we're gonna have the questions and we'll have our, our main interview. Our main interview is with my buddies, Sean Rusin and Tyler Zavado. We talk about King of the Streets and all that stuff. And Max and I will answer your questions that we're getting. Anyway, I think that's it, dude. I think that's it. You know, thank you to all of the people that support this podcast. It's good to be back in front of the mic, you know, and you get that burnout and then you take a break and then you get back and you get all excited. Like I feel it feels all new and fresh. So I'm excited to be back here. Thank you to all the NNRC squad around the world. We greatly appreciate your support. Thank you to the patrons of the podcast. We can't do it without you guys. If you wish to become a patron, you can. I'm going to get something nice for the patrons at uh, Silver State and get it all signed up. I'm going to get something nice. I'm, I'm got a little bit of money stashed off, and, yeah, I'm going to give them a treat. Maybe got a pit board, get it all signed up, leave it with somebody, and get them ship it out and do a draw. Um, yeah. Thank you to all those guys. There's a link in the written description of this podcast. Thank you to the, all the awesome sponsors of this podcast. Remember, showing the po sponsors some love shows the podcast some love. They are Invisible Speed, 
TZO 200 tires, high-tech RCD, TNR fuels, Mayako, Beach RC, Techno RC, Lugs Racing tires, JQSM, G-Spec RC tuning, Papa Willys Traction Tonic, Racecraft USA, Linux RC, David Ronald in the DR Race Shop, Jared Tebow in the JTP RC, shout out to my boy RC Kevin, shout out to all of the RCGP fans, remember everybody, if you want to watch the Italy race, get signed up, and you can uh, watch the pay-per-view, shout out to everybody, House of RC version 2.0 is coming out soon, if you haven't created your profile there, go check it out, I need to update mine with my boat builds, that's it man, showing the sponsors and love, shows the podcast and love, we have links and coupon codes affiliate links if you can use the beach rc affiliate link it helps us out thank you to beach rc and um yeah that's it it's all in the written description of this podcast and there's a link on the link drink link that takes you to all our links anyway so if you want to check that max you look sleepy go get some sleep <laughs> you always like reverse yeah. like during the during the night the guy's up then during the day he's, he's yeah. tired so <laughs> max thank you for your time i will see you friday um and yeah, thank you everybody. It was a good, good catch up. Good catch up. Remember, nitro's the glory. E buggy pays the bills. If you ain't grinding and sliding, and remember everybody, RC is for everybody. Max, Lefty, the arrogant one. We're out. We're out, man. We're out. We're out. That's how, you know what? It's been a while. You know what? Short intro. I need to get my long intro fixed.